0: Hello, huelah Hi, this is Frank Nitz from the Latinos Out Loud podcast show. And I'm here to tell you that today I got my personalized care package from Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. And boy, guys, these things are amazing. OK, they're right. They're refreshing of seltzer, but with a pop of soda. And I've tried other brands on the market and I haven't tasted anything like Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, guys. And listen to this. They come in four delicious flavors. Those are classic cola, cherry cola, citrus soda, and orange soda. This is amazing, zero sugar, gluten-free, only 100 calories, and best of all, naturally flavored. And I'm gonna tell you about my favorite one out of all of them, it was the classic cola, and boy, was I surprised. It actually tastes like real cola with that pop, like the soda pops used to have back in the days, okay? And listen, all four of these flavors are bold and loud, just like us, Latinos out loud. So, el head over to budlight.com to learn more about Bud Light Seltzer and remember to enjoy responsibly for those 21 and over.
1: prologue uh into the yo's and some sort of metamorphosis happened i don't know if you liked it but here we are it's the latinos i Love podcast you know what we're gonna talk about just off of the strength of the yo's the yo's <laughs> set the tone or the yo'n
2: the yos um, set
3: the tone
1: i set the yo'n hi it's your friend your amiga not from the west side from the east but i'm Rachel la loca
3: Hi. All right. What's up? This is Jay Ferns. I'm, ooh, I am I mean, I'm from Uptown, but Uptown can be considered like upper, 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 upper West Side. All right. <laughs> True.
0: I'm Frank Ness, Frank Spiracy, up from the, I mean, I'm all the way uh, up on the West West Side, you know, Washington Heights, you know what I'm saying?
1: Oh, sound like some West Coast, West Coast beef up there. Yeah, yeah anyway, always, always. You know how we do. I love you know. the Inwood and Washington Heights conversations that you guys have. <laughs> yeah. I have to admit that sometimes I instigate. I'm just going to go on record saying that that I specifically a- and strategically plan. Are you, know, you acting like Maria sort of-
0: from West Side Story in this? Uh- <laughs> I-
1: I <laughs> to think of myself more of an Anita. You know, Anita's going to get her kicks tonight. Uh, <laughs> that's more me. But you guys, West Side Story, it's out.
3: Wow. It's out.
2: Finally. And it,
3: yeah, it's out. Unfortunately, it flopped. Mm-hmm the first week uh, the first weekend nobody went to go see it now I think that has to do with Omnicron you know I'm, I'm gonna be honest hello, with you
1: hello I mean people are yeah. not
0: going to think, theaters you know yeah. I think people would have gone definitely the production looked really really good you know
3: I think they if, if Spider-Man was singing and dancing in, in West Side oh! Story I think you would have more people. <laughs> if people oh, want to go shit. see Spider-Man, you know? I can really see
1: Spider-Man doing a rendition of G-Officer Krupke. I could. I could envision
2: it.
3: The web's
1: flying out. G-Officer Krupke. I've got a spider web. I don't know what the rest of that song is. but
3: I could see him doing the Maria, but it would have to be Mary Jane. It's like, I just met a girl named Mary Jane. <laughs> Ooh!
1: Oh, that works. oh my God, this Spider-Man West Side story. I'd buy tickets.
3: <laughs> oh, snap. Now, um, I saw it uh, before it came out on a screening. OK? Um, Rachel asked me if it was like the main, the main premiere. and it was like, no, it was like a separate Snapchat screening. That Snapchat.: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait, but so, there was a yeah. red carpet. Tell us about it. Tell us.
3: It was, you know, it, it, it's a red carpet without celebrities. It's just kind of like, it's like more like you're in a theme park and you feel like you're like, hey, I'm at Disney World taking a picture with, you know, Mickey Mouse. So. It's a
0: little flat. It's a little flat. Right, right. But
3: uh, it's still, no, it was cool. Went to go see it. And, you know, look, I'm a Spielberg fan. Shout out to Steven Spielberg who directed right. it. All right. All right. All right. All right.
1: I Hello, we know. were on a Zoom with him the other day. Shout out to Brooklyn College yes. for letting us yes. in. I that
3: was an amazing uh,
1: Zoom session with the Puerto Rican and Latino Studies Department of Brooklyn College. Little shout out there. Sorry. Go ahead, Jamie.
3: That's Oof. dope, though, that Spielberg, you know, was in that. Um, and so, look, I, I love his shots. I'm the kind of nerd who like, oh, I love this shot. I love this, the way, you know, he shot this and, you know, uh, stylistically and stuff like that. Like, he's, he's one of the best. You know, I liked it. I, I I liked how it looked. You know, I'm I'm not like a huge musical guy. So, you know, some songs I like. Some songs I'm like, whatever, move, keep moving, keep it moving. Um, but overall, I thought you know it was well done for what it was. Right? I think I'm, there's a lot more hardcore West Side, West Side Story fans than me. But I did appreciate like that it was a well made version of this movie. Um,
0: How would you compare it to the original one? What's, what's your comparison? See, I didn't even
3: really remember the original one like that. And people were, like, comparing after the screening. Oh. There mm. were a lot of people that were, like, anti the new one, because they were like, yo, they already did all that in the original. I don't even know why you got to remake a classic for it. Well, so let me just say, okay. yeah. I got to say
1: one thing. Okay, so yes, I saw it. I saw it. I was a paying Aye. consumer. I have so much to say about this film, and I'm really going to try to summarize it, but I want to piggyback off of something that you just said. So as a very hardcore fan of the 1961 film, um, someone who played Anita, someone who knows the music very well, shout out to Steven Sondheim, rest in peace. Like, mm. I went to this I went to see this film with Haley. Shout out to Haley because I'll tell you why in a sec. Um, and we did that. As we were watching the film, we were like, wait a minute, I feel pretty was in a different order, in a different mm. sequence. And mm. and to be quite honest, after what just happened, I feel shitty. Like I, I didn't feel pretty <laughs> after what just went <laughs> down because oh, man. Oh, man. somebody somebody got killed. I'm not gonna give away the whole movie. I mean, I don't know. I think everybody knows what happened, but There was a murder right before I feel pretty and my stomach was like, I feel shitty still from the last but then again if that was the approach of like taking me on this electrocardiogram of a journey with my emotions then mission accomplished because I went from oh my god he died to who could that attractive girl be you know what I'm saying like and we're singing and dancing I feel pretty oh so pretty like okay so uh, that's one thing and I went with Haley Raphael shout out to my sister my Jewish soul sister Haley because Because the first time I hung out with Haley, we were in a diner on the Upper West Side and we realized right then and there over a cup of coffee, just how much each other loves West Side Story. And we sang at the top of our lungs in the (laughs) diner, most of the music to West Side Story. And so then years later, you know, the there was a remake. And um, I want to just say a couple of more things about the film. I'm very proud of this film. I'm so proud of this film because I went into it knowing that I did background, knowing that the experience was enough. And I saw myself three times in the Ooh,
2: film. Go
0: oh, <laughs> shit. Nah, you that didn't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me that. Three.
2: <laughs> Yo, <Your> son. <laughs>
0: Wait, what scene? <laughs> Yo. Ooh,
1: I'm jumping up and down. I'm jumping.
0: Yo, you didn't tell me.
1: I didn't tell anybody. Only oh, Haley knows. Gee. Okay, you guys. If gay. you. See...
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you what this means. You were
3: guys... you dancing in the streets? And we didn't. In any... yeah. Yeah. Or were you in the, in the school Wait. scene? Which scene were you in?
1: I was in the America scene, and I'm the only girl with a fan in her hand. So look for the gordita with the fan. She comes
3: out oh. three times. Wow. <laughs> Now Yo. I saw a behind the scenes of that of that scene. <laughs> Spielberg said that it was like one of the hottest days of the year.
1: Oh is that my true?
3: god! Oh, it was
1: it was so hot. That fan was given to me by my mother a long time ago, and I was like, okay, this is an outdoor scene. Two days, I'm gonna just bring this fan with me and use it when I can. And you guys know when you're on set. You're not allowed to just bring stuff to set. Like you are wearing what they tell you to wear. I was wearing, you know what I'm saying? And they happened to give me a purse. So I went to the props department. I was like, can I get approved for this fan? Because it is kind of 1961. And they looked at each other and they said, sure. So I got the fan approved as a prop before I went to set. And it was Mm. really saving my life. And I was sharing, you know, spread love is the Brooklyn way. I was Uh. fanning those around me. And I want to just say that shout out to everybody behind the production because they gave us plenty of water. They let us get off our feet if we didn't have to be on our feet. It was a wonderful experience. And we were out there for hours. Net-net, I thought that, you know, like they would catch me running. And so I gave my all in my running because my action was... Hey, guys, somebody's dancing and singing. Come on, let's go check it out. I was the gordita Uh. who was like, come on. They didn't take that. They took... Little old Rachel fanning herself three times because I guess they liked the way the fan looked. I don't know. But
2: wow. I
1: was a lot more gordita. This was in 2019. But if you guys are out there and seeing this film, look in the America scene. More than once, I come out fanning myself, smiling, laughing, having a good ass time. And the reason why this means so, so much to me is because of the love that I have for this film Specifically the music, specifically what it does for our culture, how it makes me feel, and how much it means to my upbringing. I was brought up, this was something that was taught to me, the the history of this film, the music of this film. I played it with my clarinet. I sang it with my mouth on stage. I got to be on set, and I thought that was it. I thought that's where the loop closed, because I was happy. I was content. I was fulfilled. But when I saw myself in the movie theater, I started screaming like that obnoxious (laughs) movie theater I was
2: like, that's
1: me! That's me! (laughs) And people around me were like, no fucking way. That's you? I was like, Yes!
3: (laughs) Mind you, I want to live
0: in America. I want to
1: live in America. What a fan moment! Seriously, literally, Holy
2: figuratively. Sh- so look at the
1: fan girl and uh, let me know what you think. The dress was beautiful. And by the way, I'm not clear. Like you have to like really look because this was again a big. You have to dancing. tell the projection
3: is. Can you pause real quick? <laughs> I'll
1: post it on my social once I get the okay or like the nice. footage. You know, once I can. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. But
1: I I also want to touch on the controversy though. It's not all glitter
4: and
3: glam. Right, oh, right. No. There's always no. Wow. Any Latino, oh. any Latino <laughs> b- movie that has Latinos in it. Someone's always going to write an op-ed piece mm-hmm. on, you know, there was one in Washington Post. There's going to be one in like, you know, latinworld.com. You're like, what is this site? I don't know but it's going to get. <laughs> people going to watch. People are going to look at it.
2: It's now, always a problem, yeah, huh? And don't get me wrong. This
3: is the age of criticism, right? Like everybody can criticize anything, especially a movie. But like. There's always one person trying to get that 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 <laughs> that article that everyone like reads and talks about and is on your Facebook page, and and it sometimes it's just like we get where you're coming from, but like take a chill pill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like where are the dark is, Puerto no, Ricans? No dark Puerto Ricans. Where are they? Well, not, I mean, not even that. People were like in the screening after the screening I went to, there was a group of people like talking about it. They all. You know, some of the, some people I knew liked it for, that I was sitting next to, but the people in this particular group that I walked into, they hate. They all hated it. They all had different reasons. One was like, "Yo, the accents so bad, right? Okay." Um, another person said, "Yo, the editing was bad." I'm like, "Come on, come on, get dude. the fu- I tell me your top five edited movies of all time, because if you're gonna, because now I know you're just hating to hate, right? So look, I, you know, the movie for me was okay. It's, I mean, it's not. I'm not even. It's not even a movie that I love enough to be like, "Yo, I gotta defend it." I'm not even defending the movie. I'm just. I'm just saying, people that always gotta take a like, uh, you know, um, you know, they always have to find criticisms that are deeper than just, like, is the movie good or not, is, like, anytime it comes to a Latino production, anything with Latinos in it, not, it just seems like every movie that comes out is always going to have someone that's anti the movie. And there's Latinos in the movie. So if you're, like, criticizing it, you're also criticizing the peop- the Latino people that are, like, are in it, that have worked on it, either, like, on, on camera or behind the scenes. Um, and that's
1: somebody we yeah. got a shout out. Shout out to Victor Cruz, who got two positions in the credits. Oh, okay, I don't know if you yeah. To the end, but wow. a beautiful role he played as the bodega owner. And he was also one of the linguistic coaches or dialect coaches on the film. So wow. shout out to our friend Victor Cruz.
3: Wow. So, yeah, if you, the, the, they had Latinos helping people, the actors with the accents. So the accents are bad. Blame, blame the actors. Maybe we <laughs> don't should talk blame to Victor about that. Don't blame.
1: We should get Victor on the show to talk about his experience because that is a really interesting job to have. Uh, that sounds like tremendous responsibility. We got to talk to Victor about that. You know, there was also anybody... You know the character Anybody's? I think Anybody's has an s, right? Who was played by a transgender actress and from what I'm reading in that like some of the countries who are not as accepting of transgenders banned the film.
2: So Ooh. the film yeah,
1: so and and Disney and and you know production decide they won't cut that. So that's another point of controversy. The other thing I want to talk about too is the use of Spanish language in the film. Jamie, what was your experience in the theater? when there was all these Spanish terms thrown out, were people, like, what was the vibe? I mean,
3: yeah, I mean, it's interesting that there weren't any subtitles and there were blocks of text that were completely in Spanish. I felt like like it didn't, it, it wasn't a factor. I mean, I don't think anybody was leaving the theater like, you know, what was that about? You know what I mean? I think it was... Handled in a way where the audience knows that if this was important dialogue that you needed to hear, um, like, plot-wise, you know, it would have been subtitled, right? They left it in there without subtitles because it's just kind of showing the way that they speak. This is a beautiful language, and sometimes you're going so fast between English and Spanish that... Maybe subtitles would kind of be more that would be more of a distraction than not having them because it did easily go. I think it easily flowed between English and Spanish the way they did it. They didn't do it too much, but the times they did it, I thought it was handled well. I mean, you know, I understood it, you know what I mean? But so I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to to, to ask someone who has no who doesn't even know what, you know, gato means. But um, I thought it was handled well, you know. It's interesting. It's a choice.
1: I just thought that Rachel Zegler, who played Maria, was perfect. I really thought her her voice was beautiful. She was like the 2021 Natalie Wood minus the drama. You mm. know what I'm saying? But um, the cast, I thought the acting was pretty good. I, I thought the dancing was beautiful. Um it's a remake and you you see the points of distinction. So I respect those points of distinction. Like I mentioned about I feel pretty being in a different sequence. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I do appreciate the twenty twenty-one connections and how like anybody's was played by a transgender a transgender actress. That is wonderful in my eyes. Maybe not in Saudi Arabia, who banned the film, but, you know, up in here, I think that works. Um, And it was also really lovely to see all the Latinos, because, you know, that's another point of distinction. In 1961, the majority of the cast were not Latinos. So Mm. that's something to celebrate now. that in 2022, 2021, um, and in 2019, when the film was shot, that There is that pipeline that people say doesn't exist. There are talented Latino actors, singers, dancers, and those that have the trifecta, because that's also hard. We got some EGOT talent, who Mm. I think Ariana DeBose, who played Anita, is already up for... Did they say that she's up for a Golden Globe? And Afro-Latina, people. Let's celebrate.
3: And there's even a line in the movie that kind of references kind of how uh, the light-skinned Latino, um, her boyfriend... It's probably like, you don't want to tell your family that you're with a dark skin Latina. So they do kind of hit on colorism a little bit. Again, mm. people, when people criticize it, they need to go into some of these topics even more. But again, it's still West Side Story. It's, you know, again, you can ask why even remake it, but people love the music, right? I mean, it is one of those old school, yes, it, it was problematic kind of when it came out. They had, like you said, Rachel. They had to kind of reduce some of the lines. For they also did. Um, I, I, I want to live in America. They redid some of those lines that were a little bit more problematic back in the day. I think they redid some of the, um, you know, where it kind of like dissing like Puerto Rico back in the like in the original song. Um, they kind of had to redo it. But I mean, look, it, it's. I don't know. It just seems like everybody always has a, an opinion about these movies. And every movie with a lot where Latinos come out is gonna be criticized by Latinos. I mean, they're not—they're gonna stop making them. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, all these movies are gonna have flaws, but um, I, I just think like the La- Latinos themselves are the ones putting the flaws like in boldface, mm. underlining, and it makes it seem like every movie that we do is gonna be criticized by someone that is in the same culture, right? So.
0: Jamie, Jamie, so, because I've, I've heard this from other people. My brothers always tell me that that we are our own worst enemies. Are you saying that we're shooting ourselves in the foot a lot of times by the films? That we're, like, we're, like, maybe looking too much into what we're doing and maybe shooting ourselves in the foot as we go along and just, like, nitpicking pretty much at all the work that we're doing?
3: Yeah, and I think, like, the message is lost when you pour nothing but... Criticism over something, right? So it's like, you know, this happened in the heights. You know, there was valid criticism. None of that criticism was valid about the colorism in the movie. But like I like, you know, a lot of the reviews took that criticism and then added like ten more critiques that were kind of like exaggerated. And it was like now you're just trying to make it seem like this is uh, an embarrassing shit show of a movie, right? And it wasn't. It was entertaining, right? It was still entertaining. Mm so a movie can have flaws this west side story probably has these legitimate flaws that 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 you can point out but if you're gonna write an op-ed piece saying this is not you know you know we need a movie that represents puerto Ricans, but it's just like you're not gonna get that movie every time you're not gonna Mm. get that every bit of every piece of art is different right and it's told through different lenses and different people um so no one's ever gonna be satisfied and i remember um I think it's Aida Rodriguez. We, she did a, a show recently that, and Rachel was in there. And she even said, she's like, yo, Latinos are the biggest haters. <laughs> and it's true.
2: <laughs> we are. And it's just like,
3: we're hating on the shit that we're in right now. And it's like, unless something's just so bad that everybody's like, yo, this shit was whack. And there's been a couple of Latino projects like that. Um but if it's something is just like, look, it's getting good reviews. There's there's positive things to it. And you're going to shit on it because you're like, this doesn't this this doesn't describe that, you know, or you feel it doesn't uh, you know, uh represent the the Latino person on screen that you want, then it's like, then fucking make something yourself, you know what I'm saying? Hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, we have a guest that is making something herself. She's a fellow podcaster. She's got the Morenita podcast right here Ooh, on Sonoro.
0: Sonoro, son.
1: Fellow podcaster on Sonoro, fellow Dominicana. And she's also an actress with a specialty in musical theater. Oh, you yeah. guys may have seen her in the oh, traveling yeah. production of Lin Manuel Miranda's Hamilton. Mm. Let's please put our hands together for Darylene Castillo, people.
2: Yeah.
1: time on latinos out loud where we interview someone amazing i know i say this every week i swear to god if you don't agree with me email us we are latinos out loud at gmail.com call me 978 latinos just let me know if you don't think these guests are amazing because they are and i stand by that mm. this one is this this guest is beyond amazing she's one of us She's also one of us, and yeah. she's out there representing for us, by us, FUBU, okay? Please put your hands together for actress and podcast host now. Hello on the Sonoro Network, Darilin Castillo, people. Come on!
4: Aplaudit! Yeah. What's popping, y'all? Drum roll, please! I can't wow, what? So. What? I can't yeah. so. Let's go! Like <laughs> <laughs> You guys are making my night. Like, I, thank you. Thank you for the energy. Thank you for the love. It is felt. I feel it.
1: I feel it. Daddy Ling, thank you. Thank you for coming Uh, on our little show here. We're just trying (laughs) to do something. Okay. We're trying to do something special like the Morenita podcast. Okay. I'm going to try not to laugh this whole time. I'm
4: going to try my
2: best. Why?
1: (laughs)
3: That's why you're
4: here. Oh, you failed. (laughs) Failed.
3: (laughs) You failed. We edit out the laughs. (laughs) We edit out the laughs.
4: Thank (laughs) thank God you do. Because my laugh is actually the, the last role I just played. I got hired for my laugh.
3: Mm. Tell us oh, more. Nice. That's
4: fascinating. I want to hear more before we dive
1: deep.
3: Let me find out you playing the Joker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or is there like a remake? Can you imagine? Is there like a remake <laughs> of the thriller video and you're the new Vincent Price? <laughs> <I'm just saying laughs> at the end of the thriller
4: video. No, but that would be wonderful because my check would be would have been a lot bigger.
2: But <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay.
4: nice. it's high, it's high, it's high. Any checks a good check. We're doing. Yeah. We got to make the money. We got to make the money. So um, getting checks, you're getting checks. <laughs> I just. Um, <laughs> Finished doing a role on, and just like that, the new Sex in the City reboot. Oh. Yes, just started, you know, playing. So, um, I play the laughing girl. One of my last co-stars, and I'm just, I'm just getting into TV films. So this is a new world for me. But to be on an epic show like, and just like that. You know, like yeah. that's pretty sick. So, um, of course, they hired the two brown people to be the funny people. You know, mm, <laughs> okay, you we know. got stories Comic to tell relief. with funny people. That's right. <laughs> SJP got a laugh. That's you know. right. So they, you know, they hired me to laugh. They even wrote an extra scene that I was just laughing in, and um, it's gonna be a good one though. No, like I, I, all jokes aside, like it was an incredible uh, day on set. There was uh, there was more of us on set. Um, we yeah. love that. We love I was that. Like, they're, they're Dominicans behind the scenes. Like that was a huge, uh a amazing huge change, and um, it made a difference to my day. You know, it makes me work better. I feel like I can communicate with people at, at on set. And you're on set for like eight to ten hours. Like you're tired. You know, so like yeah. the last thing you want to do is like, you know, talk to Becky and Karen about. <laughs>
3: right. I think you mean more uh, Samantha and, uh, <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. well, Wait, and Samantha? No. Samantha's not there uh, Samantha Carrie, didn't show up
3: She didn't show up this time It's
4: dope to be like Damn Dominicans are out here Like we're doing the thing Like y'all are It was the first time I was on set And I was able to see other brown people Like working behind the scenes So that was a, a fun day And I, I got called in to com- come in again For that new scene And like it was a great time, you know, but usually it's like 10 hours.
3: Yeah. All right. And then they gave you, yeah, the little, sometimes you get the little trailer that looks like a prison cell.
4: That's the one that I had.
3: Yeah, oh, it's like you feel kind of like it's it's cool, but it's also but it's like not cool. yeah, but I'm getting it's not cool Yeah, it's a combination of both. It's like I feel really isolated from everybody. Oh, right now.
1: the Dominican in the prison cell trailer. I got, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Government on set two
4: though. Really, government
1: shit. I'm getting
3: claustrophobic, but wow. I'm also getting a big ego. Made, I made some yeah. great Instagram
4: videos in there, so everybody go take a look. I was feeling look myself. My I said my outfit looks good my hair looks good let's go
2: Yes, money. mama you were in watch
3: trailer. out carrie you got competition carrie let's
1: just shout out the fact that you were in a trailer now yo we always ask artists to come on here and give us a sample of their craft i right Ooh. now like on snl the way they needed cowbell i need a snippet of that laugh like i need to hear what what was the laugh of the laughing girl can we get like a three second snippet please mm.
4: I will never do that again.
3: You got the part. You got the part.
1: It was a cackle, snap, cackle, (laughs) pop got the
4: part. That was amazing. I
1: love it. I
3: didn't expect, I didn't expect that sound to, to, to emanate from you. No,
4: know, I'm a singer too. So, you know, we gotta, we gotta hit, hit all the notes. Yes. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a great segue. Cause if I may go on the scale, okay. F-A-C-E, every good boy does fine. All right. Took clarinet for a long time. Let's talk about some musical notes wow. in Hamilton. Okay. Ooh. Can, we, Ooh. Can, can we discuss Ooh. a little show called Hamilton that, yeah. um, Yes. You were a part of. Now, could you tell our listeners what you did for Hamilton? Because it's even bigger than the show itself. There was a philanthropic angle to your performances. Yeah,
4: I uh, I was a part of the Anne Peggy Company. I played Anne Peggy, and um, also Mariah Reynolds hey, in the okay. show. Hey. Uh, but the special part about that company and that show was we got to go to Puerto Rico and do the show with the man himself, Le Manuel Miranda. Um, and raise yeah. over $15 million, you know, for the island after Hurricane wow. Maria. So I think like the, the craziest part about that is that, and I don't know if any of you guys can attest to this, but like my family comes to my shows and they're like, my grandmother, especially, she's like, I get bueno, Oh, that was nice. So was bad that, what happened? <laughs> What happened? Yeah. So you like that guy. Esperate, estaba en ¿qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó allá? Whatever. And I'm like, I'm like, abuela, like, and they just don't, it's not that they don't like know what theater is. It's like, they don't really get that. Like I do it for a living. So to go to Puerto Rico, to be next to my home island was such a huge moment for me because I was like, wow, we're bringing theater. We're bringing not only like there's been shows that traveled, but like we're bringing the biggest show on broadway to puerto rico mm. Mm. not only that i'm the only latina female in the company wow. mm. so oh, wow. okay. and that wasn't even brought to my attention until um i got in a cab in puerto rico and this guy was like I'm not going to do a Puerto Rican accent. It's just going to go it's south, okay? But the guy was Jamie, like... Jamie,
0: Jamie, you can do it. <laughs> no, sure, i let her do it. I'll let her finish I'm just not even gonna do
4: it. I'm not even going to do it. But he just was like, Esperate, ¿tu yeah. eres la Dominicana que está en el show Hamilton? I was like, yeah, that, yeah. And, I, and he was like, we're all talking about you. You're representing our culture. And I had this moment of like, I had no idea I was the only female Latina in the show. And I was in rehearsals for four weeks already. And it didn't hit me. And the guy was like, we're rooting for you. Like, listen, you know, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans have their whatever, whatever. Yeah. But to be invited in Puerto Rico and to be like, you are one of us. I was like, I was in the back of the cab and I just started crying. Mm. Because I was like, this is like shit that I dreamed about. Coming back to the Caribbean and like doing this, like showing theater, yeah. showing this and this level of it, you know, and also to be helping and to be not just singing to sing, right? Not singing for just like whatever, this is fun, but like singing for a cause, you know? And, and it, it's very really close to my heart because, you know, I know how bad we get hit out there. So um, it was a, I mean, I don't care. I don't care who I meet in my life, but I'm like, was one of the best moments of my career to this day that show.
3: That's great. That's and awesome. And that
4: whole thing. Darilin,
1: that's enormous, and I can only think about little Ana Maria eating her acapuria in the audience <laughs> and watching. Mm. Okay, I'm not gonna do an accent either, but I will bring in some foods. Okay, <laughs> um, little Boricua Ana Maria sitting in the audience is probably looking at you in this cast and and seeing the contrast on stage, but also understanding that this is attainable. Una bailarina. Actriz cantante mm. is wow. attainable. Yeah. I think you brought more than a show to Puerto Rico. You probably instilled a bunch of confidence in some younger generations and older, if I may be as bold to say. I wasn't there, but I think that that is huge. And also to be in the in the accompaniment of Lin Manuel Miranda and to understand his plight and also just to be in presence, I'm in awe. Like I'm so, what a moment! What a, what's what a what's that is enormous just to put in the bottle of life and to just put that on the shelf, Thrah! and right. think of that every now and then, you know? Yeah. So we have more to talk about, guys. Okay, you- wait,
3: but Daddy Lane, just so you, uh, just so I know. As a you know, as a Hamilton fan,
4: oh,
1: okay.
3: Um, what is your favorite? Um, what was your favorite part of the show? And, and specifically for like that you performed in.
4: If it's for me personally, like, and this is like also me connecting my answer to like my womanhood and like me growing in myself. Um, I love Mariah Reynolds. I love say no to this. I'm all, I'm also like a big like. I'm a 90s baby, so not to show my age, but to show my age, I'm a okay, 90s baby. Okay. And I'm a big R&B, okay. like, that is my milk and honey. I'm like, yes. Um, so yeah, to be able are you to singing, like... how you singing,
2: girl?
4: <laughs> thanks, Frank. But to say, like, that Mariah Reynolds role, like, I remember seeing Hamilton multiple times, and when Mariah Reynolds come out, she, you know, the whole audience is like, I remember this woman in the front seat of where I was sitting in the Broadway theater, she was like... Here comes the hoe, like here comes the the woman about to steal Alexander Hamilton away from Eliza, you know, from his wife. And this is like Mm. the first pivotal moment of American history. This is the first Monica Lewinsky, okay?
2: So, like, this is the
4: first scandal. And I remember like sitting there and hearing that woman say that, and I was like, see. We're not going to do that because Mariah Reynolds was still a woman in a place that she should not have been in and treated awfully and terribly that, you know, obviously you won't really know about unless you read in history. But I loved playing her role because it was a challenge, right? So my challenge was I wanted you to empathize with her. I don't want you to come out and think like she about here's a gold digger about to steal this man. Like, I want you to actually feel her pain, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and the way that like when I and I don't know if you guys saw the the musical on Disney Plus or like anything, yeah. but um, or got to see it live. But when she comes, I borrowed my
3: sister's password. Yes, <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: we all did.
3: Yes, <laughs> word, right. word, word,
1: word. Um, so you said, "Thank you." <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. When
4: she comes out in that red dress on stage, what is happening is she is sucking the air out of the room. It is mm. like a <laughs> moment. And her, everything that happens in that room is under her control. And I think to be a woman at that time and have control is really something special to tap into. And that's something that I was I would always try to tap into and in playing that role, you know. And and yeah, there were some nights where I got caught like in the sexuality of it and things like that. But like my focus was I want you to empathize with her as a human, as a human being in this position. Um, and that that to me was like the most funnest part of the show because i'm also like tapping in with hamilton and people are watching and people are just they're like they have to be drawn into that moment you know for that moment to be successful um but then if you're going to ask me something else about the show like i mean my favorite is the opening number because i can i'm on the second level of the stage um there's two levels in hamilton and I'm on the second level, and in the beginning of the show, I look at my cast, and it is a rainbow of colors. Mm. That is something that we do not get the privilege. Us, you know, us brown Latinos do not get the privilege of seeing that on stage um, enough. So that's that's another favorite moment of mine. And once that show starts, man, it's three hours of craziness.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That... Darín, can you tell us about your latest project, uh, Morenita, your podcast?
4: Yeah, Woo-hoo. Morenita. So, Morenita. Um, hey. podcast
3: on Sonoros. Yeah, yes. Sonoro. so she's part of the part of the fam- family. Welcome. You know? welcome, welcome. Yes,
4: thank you, guys. Um, yeah, so Morenita, we know we're we're having conversations. We're having like some deep level conversations, uh, with a lot of artists in the industry. Um, we have a couple, like as of right now, we have some chefs, we have some politicians and some things like just a a nice wide variety. And we're having some intimate conversations about where we are as a community and the things that we need to do for each other and supporting each other. And, um, and I'm learning so much about myself. Like, I want to make sure that people know, like, this is a new avenue for me. Like I'm learning just as much as we're all learning, you know? And yeah. um, I think if I was going to come in here and be like, I know what I'm doing, like that, that's not cool. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. We're talking, <laughs> we're chilling, <laughs> we're vibing.
2: Um,
4: but I'm loving it. And I'm loving, like, I'm loving highlighting people that I know. I'm loving meeting people that I don't know. Um, and that's what it's, that's, that's what this is all about. Connecting, connections. Um, and that's what Morenita is about, Connecting.
3: Mm. are you surprised where a lot of the conversations end up yes. or like go take you? Yes. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because at first, especially with podcasting, you're like, all right, we have a set of, you know, I, I know we're going to ask, but like, it's interesting sometimes when like it becomes something completely different than what you expected. And it's, it makes it that much more like, uh, I don't know, richer and like interesting. exciting, so, Yeah. And I think for yeah, myself exciting, too, yeah. cause like
4: sometimes I not, I'm not going to lie to you. Like sometimes I'm like, I have an interview. I have three interviews today and i'm like oh how am i going to get through right cuz it's like that first it really what it is it's like fear right it's like that first right, anxiety yeah. mm-hmm. and then you get past like you you log on right and then you're like okay we're on and it's like i don't know for me i'm like we're on we're doing it
2: mm-hmm. and
4: then i i and i and i love what you said about the spontaneity of it because it's like there's times where i'm just like i had no expectation of the conversation going this way and mm-hmm. it just did and also like as I said before, like I, I learned so much. I know, like a lot of the listeners are like hoping to learn, but I'm like I'm learning so much more about myself, yeah. and I'm sure you guys can say the same. Like being hosts, yes. you know, you're like, yeah. yes, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah,
4: yeah, learning how to listen, learning how to how to communicate, how to connect, how to be like coming from it, and also like you could really tell when you're not coming from a genuine place too. You know, mm. you can call yourself out on that too. It's like there, mm. there's times mm. where I'm like. There's times where, I don't know if I should say this, but anyways, there's a...
3: (laughs) It's okay. Nobody. It's a safe place.
4: It's a safe place. Nobody's going to say anything. There's a couple episodes where, you know, I was like, ooh, like realizing I was censoring myself, you know, and I was like, wait a second, Mm. this is my platform.
2: Mm. Why Mm. am
4: I censoring myself? And also Sonoro's like supporting and, you know, and, you know, activating that in me. Um, But I'm learning how I, how I operate and how I communicate. And I think that this podcast is a really big lesson in that. Um, Anybody else who does podcasts, I think it's, it's been incredibly like a sense of like letting go, like a healing moment.
2: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I agree completely,
1: girl. I think that when we come on here, it's therapeutic for us Mm. just talking and we talk about everything on this show. You know, we talk that we say that we're comedians and a conspiracy theorist, shout out to Frank Spiracy. But like, (laughs) we also bring up the topics that sometimes just like have to be brought up. Like we would feel unauthentic inauthentic, unauthentic. I didn't do good on my SATs. But you know like what that. I mean?
2: Uh... <laughs> it wouldn't be
1: authentic if we didn't talk about it because get the listeners know that we're talking about it off the airwaves. We're right. in our prep meeting mentioning it. We're texting each other about it. So I love everything that Moranita is about. Would you please tell everyone, I know they can catch it on Sonoro, but it's most likely on all the platforms, but are there socials? Is there anything out right now that you want to talk about? about tell our listeners a little bit
4: tease them tease them yes. with a little bit of morenita let me, flavor. let me tease you guys
2: okay
4: <laughs> <laughs> no so um you could follow morenita podcast um it's at morenita podcast on instagram um my personal instagram is at daryl and melody um and i'm working on everything else because like you guys i'm exhausted Of course you are, honey. I'm like, of course you are baby. I'm like Facebook, Twitter. I'm like, I can't even also like social media for me is such a weird. I don't know. I felt like I fell in between the generation of, you know. I had AOL, like I had LimeWire, you know what I'm saying? I had
3: Right? I
2: had all the top
3: seven. I had a top seven.
4: But so like I'm Lime not really Wire. a part of like the Gen Z like fully. And like social media is still something that I'm trying to work that. I'm trying to work that out every day. But I'm really grateful for Sonoto Marketing. Shout out to y'all, cause y'all are
2: killing it. Right. <laughs> whoop,
4: whoop. Yes, whoop. we love our friends. Helping a girl Sonoto. out. Helping a girl out.
1: <laughs> And shout out to you, Dareline. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. We know you're tired, but that's just a sign of how amazing you're doing. Okay. Keep yeah. doing it. We need you. We need you. So I'm if here. that I'm gives right you right here,
4: I don't care how how little I gotta sleep. I'm right here. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And you guys are hilarious. Thank you.
3: Girl, thank you, You you Thanks. have full support
1: here. Okay, whenever you need us, we're here for you. Okay, Podcast your laugh will love. haunt my dreams.
3: But um, <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you for being on the show. <laughs> Yeah, now,
4: Jamie, when the episode comes on, just make sure you just send a little snap, you know, and just, you can use that as your alarm clock in
3: the morning just to allows. get you ready. To get you ready. To my notification, to my red notification red on. on my phone.
1: all right you guys, put your heads together one more time for Daryling Castillo. <laughs> Applause! Oh. yo, 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 yo. Bow, bow, bow.
4: Thank you guys so much.
3: Wow, that was a very fun episode interview darylene is just a uh, just very easy to talk to um and we could have talked to her even more you gotta forever have forever yeah. forever ever. amazing
1: amazing we need to continue to support her her shows she's doing tremendous things i love it
3: tremendous she's doing tremendous things
1: tremendous wow.
3: um so yeah this was a. Uh, this ended up being like uh like a a a Broadway-ish type themed episode, right? You know, we had the West Side Story stuff, then Hamilton, you know, and I think now it's time for us to, like, sing a song to, like, end the show.
1: You want to <laughs> sing a song? Okay. What are we going
3: to sing? What are we going to do? Um,
1: I don't know. Uh, 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 I'm drawing a blank here. It should be some sort of West Side Story thing, right? Um, I want to
0: live in America.
4: We already
1: I live wanna... there.
4: Oh, oh, yeah, we um, did that one.
1: I
3: want to watch Latinos out loud. I want yes, to you know. I want to <laughs> watch Latinos out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, <have one. laughs> oh, oh, I say watch. I want to listen to.
0: I want to listen to it like
1: <laughs> Can we come up with a good one? Um let's see there. You
0: got Maria, which is the other one. Maria. Oh.
1: No, that's not a Was Side story, it's <laughs> <That's> freestyle. Um <laughs>
3: What freestyle story? <laughs>
1: Maybe it's like tonight, tonight. You know, I'm listening to Latinos out loud tonight.
2: tonight. Oh, <laughs> okay.
1: okay, okay. How's that? Does that work? Yo, I like okay.
3: that. I like that. I like that.
1: All right. <laughs> On that <laughs> note, are we are we out or what?
3: Well, before we're out, you know, we always gotta we have to shout out our behind the scenes crew. Oh, oh doubt. Because, no doubt, no doubt. You know we can't do this production. This is like if this was a Broadway production, they'd be the people that are opening up the curtain and, and helping us in the background with the props and the um, helping the everything. Facts. Who
1: got the props? Who got
3: the props? got the props? You know what I'm saying? Um, so shout out to Paco de Pablo, producer, hey. supervisor. Hey, 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 hey. Then of course we got <laughs> Mitzi Hernandez, our yeah. producer. Mitzi, she's the best. And then. Of course, Augusto Martinez.
1: Brr, bo, 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 bo. Augusto, Augusto, do, Augusto,
3: Augusto,
2: Augusto,
3: Augusto, Audio oh, <laughs> engineer extraordinaire. <laughs> and they help us do this production of Aloha every week. So this is
1: every, you know, week. every, every week. week. Oh yeah. Every week. Every week. Every um,
0: week.
3: Um, every week. He makes
1: every
2: you guys. Like, he, he makes. He makes. It
3: really, Augusto really makes it sound good. I uh, right. Yeah, I'm cool. very my voice is very high pitched, so he definitely brings it down to a more um he does you know, he, he a he very does, masculine you. type voice, which I, I appreciate.
1: And my yeah. real voice actually sounds something like this. Hey, what's up everybody? Hey, hello, Aletos. Uh, my voice is really low. So I really like what Augusto does
2: with it.
3: <laughs> yeah, he flip flops our voices. My voice is like kinda how Rachel's yeah. is in the show, and then her voice is kinda like mine on the show.
1: Yeah, and I can thank all the Dutch masters for that voice, so thanks a lot. <laughs>
3: So, um, yeah, now I think it's appropriate to um, close the curtain, so to speak.
1: All right. Well, on that note, we out! Brrrah!